Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. Tony, why were the grapes sent to bed early? I have no idea. They were starting to whine. <laughs> oh, no. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and we appreciate you joining us here today. We're going to talk about breaking your bad financial habits, not to be confused with Breaking Bad, the uh, TV series. <laughs> right. Uh, and as uh, as promised this week, uh, Tony and I are in separate locations. We're practicing safe social distancing, and uh, we're excited to, to share some ideas with you here today. But Tony, how are you doing? Well, considering everything that's going on, considering we can't uh, record in the studio together today, I always enjoy seeing you and hanging out, but uh, not today. Today, I'm on the home front. Uh, that means recording from home has its advantages, though. I'm, I'm wearing the short pants, uh, you know, and uh, just, you know, kind of casual today is what I'm saying. Nice. That's very good. I'm glad you're comfortable. <laughs> I like to paint a mental picture. Yeah. No, I'm very comfortable, but knowing you, you're you're still dressed up, even though you're just uh, meeting, uh, doing virtual meetings, right? You're doing online meetings with uh, clients and prospects this week? We are, yes. Um, um, however, I'm wearing what I would call Corona casual. So Yeah, well, I think we all are. A little dressed down, but uh, yeah. Sure. Well, we've got a, a great show today, folks, and uh, today's episode, you know, when we have things like this that happen in our lives, something that I've personally found for myself is when when big changes occur, it's easier to make other changes in your life. So, for example, I know uh, different points in my life, if I've had a really bad cold or a flu or something, um, and you, you have less of an urge to, for example, eat things that you would normally eat 14 times a day if you're me, uh, but when you're not feeling well, that urge isn't there. And so it's a, a good time to stop and reflect and look at making changes that you know you should be making maybe, but uh, have avoided for whatever reason. So we're going to talk about some things that we're all guilty of at some point in our life, no matter how careful we are with our finances, uh, but some, breaking some of those bad financial habits. Well, yeah, and speaking of breaking bad, things have really been breaking bad uh, in a lot of ways with what's going on, but we want to try to stay positive, and I think this is a positive thing to kind of, it we're, in some sense, a lot of us are being forced into uh, changing some of our bad financial habits because of what's going on with uh, the markets uh, and jobs, things like that. So it is a great time for reassessment and some folks out there have some extra time. So let's pinpoint, you know, what we could have done better and how to be more prepared for emergencies in the future, especially financially. And that means breaking some of these bad financial habits. I've had a few myself. So why don't we start with you telling me 
uh, about some that you've encountered. I mean, you've seen it all. You meet with so many people. You've seen a lot of bad financial habits uh, that you've encountered during your career, haven't you? Yes, I have. And, uh, you know, of course, I've never been guilty of any of these myself. But Well, no. Uh, well, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, the, the first big one that comes to mind, and if you look at most people's budgets, usually the biggest culprits are food and entertainment. So hey, with, why 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 go right there? Yeah. I mean, why start why start picking on me from the first the first points you make feel like they're kind of directed at me. I, I wasn't looking at you, Tony. No. <laughs> well, guilty as charged. My hand went up when you said food. That's all I needed. My hand went up. Uh, not food. I mean, we all have to eat, obviously, but eating out really is the uh, the biggest culprit there. Whether it's going out to dinner or going out to lunch or having your your food. Uh, brought in, you know, three times a week. That's a lot of money. That does add up yeah, pretty is. significantly. And I was telling our son Jax this morning. I was getting ready for work, and he was eating his breakfast, and I was, I was packing my lunch for the day. And I said, Jax, you know what? I really don't like packing my lunch. I just want to grab my food and go. So, for example, today I, uh, well, uh, part of my meal was broccoli so i had a, a bag of oh, broccoli good for you look at you yeah and you know I, I really wanted some uh blue cheese dressing to go along with it or something like that or ranch or something but i didn't want to take the effort to put another tupperware thing in my my lunch bag so i ate uh just raw broccoli today which i, I don't mm. recommend to anyone no no good for you though yeah. that's what it is right there yeah <laughs> yeah well so. you're healthy but yeah i agree it's it's a lot more fun to eat out and order out and get something fancy right yeah it is but yeah you do the math on that that's a lot of money out the door um so look at uh, staying in as much as possible so right now again this is a good opportunity to break some of those habits for minnesota starting here uh, midnight this friday we're in lockdown in, in essence for a couple weeks so it's a good opportunity to to break some of those habits there um Another one is uh, coffee, going to Starbucks every day. And I'm going to admit, this is my vice. This is my my thing. I, I'm a coffee snob. Um, eating out is not a big thing for me, but uh, I do like my uh, Starbucks every day. So I'm guilty as charged yeah. as, with that as well. I, I enjoy mine as well. And so that's why, uh, fortunately, on my birthday and Christmas, I get a lot of Starbucks gift cards. So that yes, helps. I, you know, I, do, I do as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's uh, guilty as charged for me on this one. But, you know, you, you don't want your life to be miserable. We don't want to deprive ourselves of everything that we enjoy. And this is maybe me rationalizing to myself uh, through the microphone. But um, you want to enjoy things, but not let your expenditures get out of hand. So if you're reasonable about things, you, know, you don't have to be a complete Spartan. Um, the other thing at high level is that we should look at simply trying to spend less than what we earn, you know, if, as yeah, a starting It sounds point. like, thank you, Captain Obvious, but uh, I joke because we, we've all been guilty of doing it at some point in our lives, and so many people, based on statistics, spend more than they earn or have a problem with it, and that is a real problem for a lot of Americans. Yeah, actually, twenty percent of Americans spend more than they earn, and another thirty-eight percent are just breaking even. Oh, so if you can be on the other side of that coin, who people that spend less than what they earn, that's going to be doing yourself a real financial favor, and that will add up over time. So, income greater than expenses is the starting point. Yeah, that that's important, and 
you know, obviously uh, it's important to hear these statistics as a wake-up call, and now is the time to readjust your budget to correct that. What's some more advice you have for us? Uh, another thing that to think about is stop ignoring your bills and using your credit cards like they're free money. So if you've had different situations that have come up in your life where you had an emergency and you had to put money on a credit card, life does happen, but not letting that door stay open and not using just because you have it doesn't mean that you should use it. And if you know you have a problem there and that, that credit card debt is just hanging on there or maybe it keeps building up over time, um, looking at, again, breaking that habit and figuring out a way to get that paid down as much as possible. I mean, the interest rates usually are going to be 15 to 20% in that range. You might have a, a smaller rate for an introductory period of time, but uh, we want to ask ourselves, is it really worth it that that is going to continue to build up over time? So try to get a hold of that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think that's great advice. And obviously, uh, credit cards are one big bad habit that so many people again have. Uh, and I've been there. You know, my wife and I went through that and we're getting back on track and that's good. And I think working with a financial professional, uh, getting a spending plan in place, uh, that's important. And uh, not relying too much on credit cards, so important. You know, yep. you can. You know, with the high interest rates, it could make a new pair of shoes uh, 15 to 20 percent more expensive. And you should always be asking yourselves, is it really worth it? Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And another thing is uh, complaining about your paychecks. If you're still working and. Oh, see, now this one is directed at me. I've complained <laughs> to you. I've complained to you every day. What about that paycheck that I'm still waiting for? We fi- I'm kidding. If you remember from the office, we, we fixed the problem. We fixed the glitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they fixed the glitch. Uh, but yeah, complaining doesn't solve anything. You know, if you think you're underpaid, talk to your boss, make a, a thoughtful case on why you're worth what you feel you're worth. And after that, if you don't feel like you're getting paid what you deserve, look for another opportunity elsewhere. Always strive to get what you think you're worth. But we also want to be make sure we're being realistic about things. Yeah. Yeah. And I, one thing uh, our listeners can do is they can sit down and talk to you. Of course, not in person right now, but you are offering virtual meetings and you have a lot of tools on your website, right? We do. Yes. Yeah. Go out to our website at financialpaladin, P-A-L-A-D-I-N.com. And a starting point, would you'll, you'll see the color of money score at the top of the screen there. Click on that. There's 11 questions. Take you just uh, four or five minutes to answer that. That will give you your color of money risk analysis score. So that's a measure of your risk tolerance. That's a starting point of putting together a good plan that's going to last you throughout retirement. So I encourage you to to do that. Uh, Give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199. Again, 877-219-3199. And call us, and uh, like Tony mentioned, we're we're doing phone and Zoom and other video uh, meetings virtually right now. So we'd be glad to have a conversation with you, give you some ideas on how to to improve your plan, your situation, and um, give you a complimentary second opinion on where you're at, and see how we can help you. Yeah, that sounds great. 
And this has been a good conversation so far, but I want to back up for a second before we jump into the next bad habit. And that is, you mentioned Starbucks, and I was thinking, hey, for my birthday this year, which was just this month, uh, I got a Starbucks gift card from you. Oh. That was ve- that was very nice. Uh, that really helped out. I loved it. And in fact, what is your like, tell us what what is your favorite go to Starbucks drink? Simple dark roast coffee. And if I'm feeling a little crazy, add a shot of espresso in it. So no foo-foo, just hard, oh, wow. dark, dark coffee. Yeah. I like to hear it because, yep, I like I like just plain black coffee as well. Um, but a lot of times I like to get the, um, a, uh, I like I like to get a, you know, once in a while I splurge and get one of those iced Frappuccino drinks, uh, not with all the whipped cream. And I get the uh, the light version with no whip. But I, I do love them. I like cold drinks sometimes. Yeah. So, would, yeah, either that or a non-fat latte. I like those as well. I would have figured you for a PSL kind of a guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, yeah, moderation in all things. Jeff. That's right. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that yet. But uh, what other financial bad habits do you have for us? And by the way, for those, if you're not familiar, PSL is pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. I, oh, I know what it was. I quickly went on. Nope. That's a flat no. That's yeah. a hard no, as they say. All right. Um, uh, so people often fail at changing their bad financial habits because we get into a mindset of feast or famine. If, if you're tempted to completely deprive yourself of everything that you might enjoy, eventually you're going to give up the idea of budgeting or restraining because you feel like the whole process is just too difficult. So, and instead, if you spend freely and you give in to every want and desire, you're bound to pay a very heavy cost for that over time. So we wanna be somewhere in the middle. Right, and again, uh, I said it before, I'll say it again, moderation in all things, right? Yeah, absolutely, yes. And to know whether or not am I, am I, uh, staying within my means and so forth is track your spending. You know, have an app. Uh, there's a lot of great free apps out there. Um, there's the uh, Every Dollar app through uh, Dave Ramsey that a lot of people use. But however you want to do that, a spreadsheet, keep track of every dollar leaving your pocket or your virtual pocket and uh, do a real inventory, not what you think you spend, but actually run those numbers and, and see what was actually going out the door. Make sure you're you're reining things in where appropriate. Yeah, I mean, having a visual on what you're spending is a good way to understand where your money is going. At least it is. That's what my wife and I do. So you can break those potentially bad habits, uh, diligently tracking uh, what you're spending on things like food, clothes, housing, and necessities. That's going to help us determine whether you're spending unnecessarily, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. So what else do you have for us? Well, go back to the credit cards, actually. Another thing to think about is a lot of people use their credit cards to pay their monthly expenses. And then the idea is they pay off their credit card once a month. And goal being, hey, I'm going to keep that at a zero balance every month, not pay any interest. And I'm going to get those free points or miles or whatever it is that they're offering. If you think about the credit card companies do that for a reason. And they want you to use the card because the numbers work out in their favor. There are going to be people that do have a balance, are paying interest, and that charge, uh, that the revenue they receive from that outweighs what they're giving away in the, the points program. So if you're not disciplined, don't use your credit card for everyday purchases. 
and instead keep a card handy in case of an emergency, car repair, whatever that comes up, uh, if you don't have enough money in your day-to-day -day checking account. But um, you, know, you wanna stay within your limit. So make sure you're, if you're not disciplined, keep those credit cards away from yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's good advice right there. And I think that would really help a lot of us out there. And you know, I mean, obviously cutting them up would certainly prevent you from taking them to the mall for a little shopping. Is there any other advice you have for us today? Um, avoiding payday loans. So if you are short on money and you want to look at, you know, if you have an emergency that comes up, what are my options for um, paying for whatever that expense is? Can you you know, use your, your savings? Do you have cash around the house that you can use for that? Uh, payday loans, you're paying, you know, pretty high. I was talking to a client the other day and uh, it was 17% interest on a oh. payday type loan. So they're so high, a lot of uh, states have banned those. I think 14 states have, have wow. uh, banned those. And That's good, have... they, should, they should actually be banned outright. Yeah. And there should be other ways. Uh, and what is it, now you tell people to save up uh, a certain amount of months salary in, in savings or an emergency fund. How much should we have in our emergency funds then so we don't have to resort to things like credit cards or payday loans? Yeah. So if you're a, a married couple, there's two of you, and let's say both of you are working, well, you might be able to get away with three months of expenses uh, as your emergency savings. If only one of you is working, push that out towards six months. So, oh, wow. Depending on, yeah. Depending on how conservative you want to be with that, three to six months is a, a general rule of thumb. Yeah. Uh, but start with having a, a basic emergency fund thousand dollars to cover unexpected things that might come up and then beyond that thousand get that three to six months cushion put aside in regular savings or a high yield savings account where you can learn a lot more in interest than you would at your brick and mortar bank and uh, that's a good starting point yeah i think it is so uh what's next i think you wanted to talk about goals yeah, so a little bit about goals. Again, now's a good time to make some changes, but you want to have realistic goals and make sure you're not um, you're not biting off more than you can chew and you give up too quickly with that. Uh, changing your mindset is also vital, so focus on how your small changes will help you to pay down your debt faster, build up your retirement savings more quickly so you can more likely to reach your retirement goals. And that's what we can help you with is help you to figure out, here's my income, my expenses, here are my balances in my different investment accounts, retirement plans, here's what I'm putting in, here's what my employer is putting in, am I on track to be able to retire when I want to retire and do so comfortably? And so the way to, to do that is give our office a call, again, set up right now that virtual phone call or a virtual Zoom meeting with us. Our phone number is 877-219-3199. Uh, you can also visit our website at financialpaladin.com. Um, what I don't want to hear right now, and, and I, I do hear about this occasionally, is, you know, I, I know I need some help, but my investments are down quite a bit with where the market is. I don't want to do anything now. I got to wait until that comes back up. Well, if your investments that you're in are not situated properly, they're not the right fit for you, that's not changing based on the market. So the time to make a change if you're not 
position well is always going to be now. So what yeah. we're doing with folks that have seen their assets decrease, you know, 20, 30% in the last couple months is help make sure they're positioned well when the market does come back up again. They're going to ride that elevator back up more quickly because they have a more efficient portfolio based on how they're allocated and a lot of other nerdy things we won't get into in this this segment. Um, but the time to do something is always now if you're not positioned properly. That's awesome. I love that. Well, and on that note, uh, why don't we wrap up the show? Is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, again, uh, just again, stay safe right now. We're, we're dealing with a, a rough situation globally. Um, but so that's first and foremost is make sure that you're, you're staying safe. And I think most people are taking this seriously. There are some that aren't, but uh, stay safe is number one, but it's a good time to reassess your life, your situation, your finances, your budget, your investments, your retirement plan, all of these things, and we are here to help you. So call us. Don't wait until the market comes back up. We don't know when that will be. Uh, if you need some help, get that help now. It's a good time to do that. Give us a call at 877-219-3199, and we look forward to, to speaking with you. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.